0: Well, there you go. You got a preview uh, just there on the introduction on who's on the show today. Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider is in the studio. We'll be talking with him in just a minute. Our show, by the way, today brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, if you have any questions or comments, by the way, for uh, Sheriff Schneider today, our phone number is 701 213 0863. Uh, Feel free to text or call. It doesn't matter, but uh, we want you to call or text, okay? Uh, Before we get started, uh, let's do it. (laughs) In fact, Andy had even asked me if we're going to do it. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, What do you call a silent sheriff? What do you call a silent sheriff? Quiet Earp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. won't
0: even give me, me a me. thumb. Nothing. Right <laughs> over his head. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome. How about you? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, I thought we were... Kind of, isn't it supposed to be like spring? Yeah, we're getting closer. You know, I,
1: I got a little caught up watching your intro there. I'm like... You might need to update it. I got a lot more
0: gray on the side since that. Well, was. Yeah, and it's funny because I was try I can't grow a beard. I mean, yeah. I'm 58 years old. I cannot grow a beard. Um, and when we filmed all that stuff, it was last year when I hadn't shaved and like. Three months, and now I look at myself again, and it's the same thing. And yeah, we all. <laughs> I, I tell people, and I just told the guy that was in here before this, it, it's it's platinum highlights. There That's you what go. you do when you go older. Yeah, yeah wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Shows yeah. your wisdom. Yeah. Um, winter
1: is it ever going to go away? We're getting closer. You know, March is always a battle. I look historically. I've obviously paid mm. more attention when I took over as sheriff. But, sure, man. Wednesday, we or Wednesday March. We always get hammered. I it know. Seems we like do. We always get one just onslaught of heavy, wet snow, and that kind of sets sets the stage for it to all start melting.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, we have been pretty lucky. Uh, my son and grandkids and daughter-in-law live in Fargo, and they have been getting hammered. Last week, we got that little, teeny little dusting. Yep. He couldn't get out of his driveway. And and so we all sit and we laugh at Fargo. You know, too bad for you guys, but we're the ones that are going to have to pay for it in spring when this stuff starts to melt. That's, yep. you know, being a cat fisherman and being on the river all the time, I'm always paying attention you know, when people are laughing that the people down south are getting nailed with snow and we're not, I try to tell them and remind them, all of that is coming here. Yeah. So remember that. And the flood,
1: you know, the flood outlook, uh, most people pay attention to the Red River Heights. Oh, you right? have to, yeah. And, and we understand that in the, at the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, you know, typically that impacts people east of interstate. Most of the people east of interstate know what's going on right and when the water goes up they know what they need to do mm-hmm. uh we end up worrying more about the overland flooding oh sure so sure that's that's a big part of our focus we start losing roads culverts. yeah, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden we got small towns out in the community that are getting washed out because it's 60 degrees two days in a row and yeah
0: yeah and, and then you got the 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 dumbasses that uh even though it says road closed uh let's just drive down this it'll be no big yeah. deal next thing you know you're calling the grand forks county sheriff's department to go rescue these people because they didn't know how to read a sign. I got some pictures I
1: should show you about uh, people, well, not of people, but their vehicles in washouts. Some of them will blow your mind. How did they not get washed away and die in
0: that? Yeah, how did they not die? Yeah. And and then the thing is, is not only do they have to call people like you to go rescue them, but they're putting your lives in jeopardy. I mean, you guys already do that every day. You know, and and now you have these people that they just don't care. I mean, there's a warning sign there for a reason. They don't realize that they're putting other people's lives in jeopardy to save their dumbasses. Yeah, we're, we're
1: pretty fortunate for the most part, but we still do deal with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's pretty standard. We're gonna have somebody go around a barricade and,
0: and uh, put their vehicle uh, <laughs> sideways. So, you know, I was that guy probably thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. um, been watching you uh, on on social media. You've got a large family. I do. Um, kids playing hockey now? Yeah,
1: actually, uh, season pretty much just wrapped yep. up. Yeah, so we had our, our Pee Wee, our 12-year-old that plays. Uh, he just had their state tournament last weekend, and so it's pretty much done. So, mm-hmm.
0: uh, My wife actually made the comment, were you guys at Harry's? Uh, we were there... Yeah, my wife and a I went. Team? Out. Was there was there a team that was not
1: us? Okay, no. that wasn't you. No, my wife and I went out there a few weeks ago. Okay, well, good good yeah. stuff. Huh? Yeah. Oh after, man. After that was our. We're, we don't do the. We're old enough to realize that we love each other on Valentine's Day, so we'll go celebrate the day after when it's not so chaotic.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's like my wife and I. One year, um, it was my. Was it my 19th anniversary. We spent uh, at a wedding anniversary. We spent it in a beat truck. Oh, nice. she, uh She actually brought um, these sippy wine glasses yeah. where you couldn't spill. They looked like a wine glass. And yeah. I'm like, what's this for? Because she brought a picnic. I picked her up in the oh, beat truck, yeah. you know, and she's going to ride with me. she goes, for this. And she pulls out this bottle of wine. And I'm like, we can't be drinking that. I'm driving this. Well, it was non-alcoholic wine, but oh, that's nice. how we celebrated. It was kind of fun. Cool. Um, how many kids do you
1: have now? Five, yeah. And Still ages- worth sustaining, Yeah. Uh my youngest is six and my oldest is fourteen. Oh boy.
0: So yeah. are they all sports and extracurricular kind of kids?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So our youngest, you know, he's he's the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh so he he hasn't been overly active outside of around the house. Sure. And we've sure. got him out on the ice rink a few times and uh, he's got big plans coming for this this summer, so we'll we'll see how involved he gets you know it
0: was funny because I was thinking last night uh, about today's show and you coming in, and I was thinking, boy, he's got such a large family. I kept thinking it, it kept coming to my mind Lamaroos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. my my son played hockey with a couple of the lamaru kids yeah. and um it was so funny because they had all these kids all playing in different places and mm-hmm. how the parents you'd see the look on their face sometimes, and it was like, oh man they were yeah. they were you know rode really hard and put away wet because you can see they are just beat yeah. but um you know another thing i tell people is enjoy it while you can right uh because you know i was in your your shoes not very long ago now my son is 36 and i have two grandkids yeah, you will be crazy. amazed how fast it goes by yeah we have three three that play hockey two are traveling
1: wow and then our oldest uh he was doing winter sports wrestling and basketball mm-hmm. oh sure and Thankfully, that's middle school stuff so yeah uh He's usually got a ride, not all the time, Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, he stayed busy with that. And yeah, we run. And you know, the other side of it is if we weren't doing these activities, what would we do all winter?
0: True. You know, and
1: sure. I like to say, well, we'd go hunting a lot more and ice fishing more, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to be doing that on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday night either. No,
0: no. Uh, Speaking of hunting, um, I know you like to go out and shoot some critters with uh, the boys now and then. Um, How's the coyote shooting going this year? It's It's been tough uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one is
1: uh, hockey's been a lot busier yep. with two traveling, so the time just doesn't work out. And then the more I learn about coyote hunting, we've been trying to do more at night. I mm-hmm. I talked to my wife into letting me buy a fairly yeah, decent scope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot more than just saying, hey, it's dark, let's go, right? right. Like we're watching moon phases, you're watching mm-hmm. wind, and mm-hmm. there's just so much. Is there cloud cover? Is there not? And uh, we've been out. We were out ah, three, four times, I think. We've gotten four so far. Wow. There's one time that we got skunked. It's just been. It's just been a different year. It's. It's really weird. Like trying to get them to come within 300 yards. They're running full circles yeah. around us. And
0: I um I've been seeing this. This morning was the first time I haven't seen them now in four days. On my way to work, four days in a row, I saw this thing. I saw them Sunday morning going to the store. It's on Monday, Tuesday. So I'm Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I didn't see him this morning, and I'm sure the snow had something to do with that. But yeah, just right on Highway Two, really going around the corner there by the beet plant, big hill yep. there. Um, see him running around there every no single kidding. morning. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're actually, uh, uh,
1: well, I guess this is on the record. <laughs> my kids, they got they go to Schrader, mm-hmm. my tool list, and one of them, they have it's called Big Red Day, so they can pick activities or whatever. Oh, yeah. And if you're not going to be a Big Red Day, you got to notify them. Uh, so my my sixth grader has been dying to go coyote hunting during the day. So yeah. big big red day, we're going
0: we're going coyote hunting. Yeah. So. When is big red day? Friday. Oh, this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Got room for another guy. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, one thing I've been dying to ask you about, and and you and I have talked about this off record before we start actually getting into really stuff we need to talk about here. Um, are you still driving the big pickup, the I, sheriff's pickup? Yeah, because I am. Uh, that's got to be pretty cool. Do you I get keep reminding your your people mine's the one without the topper? <laughs> Like, okay, because yep, there's sure. only two of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mine's the one without the topper. Yeah, so do you have a choice of which sheriff's vehicle you can drive?
1: I mean, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're yeah. the dude, you know. I guess. Yeah.
0: So I'd pick I, that I drive one too. the parade wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: I mean, it's not very fast. It doesn't turn very well. But it still but turns when, heads when uh, things are hitting the fan, right? Yep. Like I can
0: usually get where I need to get <laughs> if if we got to get going. So. Right. Uh, and it turns heads, like I said. <laughs> um, second term now. It is. Uh, highly- the, 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 the second time around, going any easier than the first time? I mean, I know the whole process is yeah. easier because you didn't have anybody. Did you have anybody run against you at this, this time? time? No, Okay. Did no. So um, did you have a different mindset then? I mean, was it just like, I'm going to skate through this? Or no, what do you think? So it was a little
1: different. I mean, I guess I have a different perspective on it. And some people told me I shouldn't do that. But I felt like I still wanted to stay relevant right mm-hmm, i don't sure. want to be the one that oh you never see them unless they're running because that's what you hear well yep my position's different than a lot of elected positions in town it's a full-time job like i'm okay well the mayor's a full-time job but it's that's not what it's designated to be right it's sure. a part-time position right. same with city council county yep. commission uh, there's a lot of part-time mine is, mine is full-time so i put in a full-time effort to, to get that job right and uh, it's, it is different to dedicate that amount of time that I did to get the position now that I'm in it to go knock on doors and whatnot. So, right. Right. I didn't go knock on doors. Uh, I did, I did buy more yard signs, uh-huh. uh, put out a few signs here and there. If people asked, I didn't advertise for it really, but you know, I wanted to still stay stay relevant and people realize like, oh, Hey, the sheriff's up for election. Uh, if they're going to only go vote for me well at least they know that there's an election they're going to go and vote sure so we did the yard signs again uh, we did some paraphernalia stuff for for advertising and uh, we did the we did the potato bowl parade which was just a blast so
0: no when you think about it your job uh, sheriff is you could be in your office probably 15 16 18 hours a day 7 days a week you probably are busy enough you don't have to be out on the streets in your big pickup, but you're the kind of guy, like you just said, you want to be out there. You want people to know that there's more to just being a sheriff than sitting in an office.
1: Right, and, and you know, it's kind of funny. So we just had the uh, the county township board meeting. It's an annual meeting held out in Lairmore, and it was last Monday, and uh, God bless former Sheriff Bob Rost because he sent me a text saying, are you coming to the meeting? Well, I... I try to track all of my meetings and stuff. Like I'll get a voicemail, so I'll write it down, then I'll put it in my phone. My phone's yep. is my master calendar, and uh, so I got the voicemail from a guy. I wrote it down, wrote down the date, time. I called him, said, "Yep, I'll be there." And that's still on a sheet of paper in my office somewhere. Yeah. So when Bob texts me, I'm like, <laughs> like way. you know how like sometimes you're like you'll just like stop and turn pale, and your your heart just drops. You know, I'm as like, soon as you
0: see it, it's like, oh sh- crap. Yep. And
1: I said, I said. I'll come if they'll wait for me. Yep. And he said, yep, we just bumped up the schedule. So long story short, I I went out there. I made the meeting. Yep. Great people. I mean, it's all, you know, county town. People, people. remember that stuff. And uh, they, they like an update on the office and whatnot. So sure. So I'll tell you some of what I told them is, you know, when you come into this position, you know, it's, you say that I want to get out and I want to do patrol and I want to get in the community and all of these things. But the reality of an administrative position. Yep. Yeah. Isn't always going to allow that, and so I really have to make an extra effort to try to make that happen. And and honestly, it hasn't happened nearly as much as I've wanted it to. But I still do try to try to make that effort. There's, you're you're right. I mean, if I try to get into the office early, which doesn't happen very often, but you know, I get in there seven seven thirty because I got to get something done. It never fails, and I have an open door policy. But it never fails that somebody's going to come in. And, hey, you're in here. Hey, I was going to run this by you, which is fine. Like, I want people to come talk to me. Well, guess what didn't happen between 7 and 8 o'clock? I didn't get done what I needed to get done early. Right, right. So, um it, you know, it is the administrative position is it is a lot different than being able to have just the responsibility of a patrol. Sure. Officer.
0: You know, when you're uh, limelight is it Udall, a word I'll use uh, when you're when you're in the, the or the public all the time, the public side. Uh, my wife gives me a hard time about this because you had mentioned uh, you guys like to ride your bikes and maybe go have a couple and go eat and stuff. Um if we're out and I say something like, Well, I've got to go use the restroom, she's like, Oh great. Oh great. Because <laughs> yeah, right. you can't just go use the restroom. You're bouncy, you're like a pinball yeah. because everybody's like, Andy, Sheriff Schneider, oh is it the same with you? I mean, you're a pretty well known face around here and a and a pretty well liked guy. Does that do you have that same problem? Hard um, for you to even
1: go to the restroom? So I'll tell you I'll tell you
0: <laughs> two versions of that story. Yes, it is difficult.
1: Uh we went <laughs> We get our skates sharpened at, at Shields for the mm-hmm. kids, and and uh, I took my 12 year old there to get his skates sharpened. We walked around for the 10 minutes, tried not to spend 100 bucks. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, pretty tough. And then to do.
1: grabbed his the skates and walked out, and he goes, "Dad, I can't believe it. Like, you didn't talk to anybody when we were in there." <laughs> <laughs> so it's fairly, you know, it's it's very common. Restaurants is it's tough, right? Yep. Um, you know, we go out with another couple, and they'll say, "Please, God, don't set us by the door."
0: Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah.
1: Because you know, you're just gonna run into people. Yeah, and, and I expect it, and I don't want to discourage anybody from saying hi to sure, me or talking sure. to me. Like,
0: then they you're we, rude. You we know? hardly
1: we hardly get out, right? So, right. If we I'm, besides hockey rinks, the basketball court, you know, kids' activities, mm-hmm. like we don't we don't get out much. At the end of the day, my my wife is exhausted. I'm usually exhausted. You know? Like we try to make time, but and and like you said enjoy it while it lasts. And we're hundred percent on board yeah, with that. So, it's like,
0: was that the sheriff? I don't know. I couldn't tell with his dark sunglasses and that hat pulled way down. I mean, you just start going incognito <laughs> to places. There is no way now. I can camouflage
1: myself. I've tried different
0: hats, <laughs> you know, just, it just doesn't work. Um, uh, uh, one more question before we take a little break here. Um, is the Grand Forks County Sheriff's Department, are you guys, how are you doing for staff? Are you short-staffed? Are you Are you fighting the same fight that it seems like a lot of law enforcement agencies around the country are fighting right now? I know East Grand Forks is having a hard time. What's it like here in Grand Forks County? So uh, I just, to be honest, I'm not quite sure how to answer
1: this. I'll say that we have been very fortunate mm-hmm. uh, with our staffing issues. We did just have a process to hire two. Yep. We had two openings. And we hired one out of the two positions so right now we have one vacancy uh, right now I'm staring at an individual with three quarters of his feet out the door uh, he's got a job offer oh okay and likely to start April one unless something catastrophic happens uh, so we're gonna have two openings again. Uh, we have another uh, maybe one one maybe two retirements coming up this year right? uh-huh. it sounds like one for sure uh, and and we're I'm kind of hitting that point where you know the salary difference between us and other agencies in the community ours ours is way lower. You're right, salary. right. I mean, we start at 496 right in there, and the PD's just under fifty four. Yeah, it's si- that- sixty four. I'm sorry, not fifty four, sixty four. So they're significantly higher than we are. Uh, high Patrol. Like, there's other opportunities, so we really have to work on attracting people to be part of our agency because they want to wear brown, they want to be, they want to come work right. work with us and work with people and, and enjoy their job. We've been fortunate. I'm really, I got my fingers crossed that we can continue with that moving forward. Uh, but you look at, you know, the academies, police academies used to have 20 to 25 people in them. There'd be multiple ran around the state in the summer, mm-hmm. you know, two, I'd say two, two in the summer. And then you got your fall and spring ones. Yep. But now enrollment numbers are like 12, 14. Oh boy. And, you know, guys will drop out of there and the recruiting's pretty heavy. When so you go to the academies. I
0: was I was reading a, a news story this morning about some of the stuff going on at Bismarck. Are you a state employee then? I'm a county employee. OK, yeah. OK, because, yeah, they're trying to get raises for all state employees. Yeah. And but that doesn't do squat for our men in Brown, does it? Everybody's
1: fighting a salary yeah. uh, battle, uh, including myself. Mm-hmm. I, I the county commission had a special administrative services meeting yesterday, which uh, sheriff's office salaries was a big part of that. And I, I presented a proposal to increase the starting salaries for our deputies to get us comparable and competitive with
0: local agencies that we're competing yeah. with. So you, you don't want to go over the top. You just want, yeah. to, I mean, you want to be able to hold on to your, your deputies and the right. people working for you, your staff. Um, speaking of Bismarck, uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about. We'll, we'll try to get it quick, but uh, we're going to take a short little break here uh, because I want to talk a little bit about Moe's Cafe right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, what a great sit-down, takeout diner. Uh, they've got breakfast and lunch daily and weekends, except for Monday. Uh, maybe you have to be gluten-free. Uh, well, they've got it. 15% discount for military servers. They've got it for you. They're open Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, if you want to go on the weekend, man, they got great breakfast. They're open 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here in the Grand City's Mall Suite 31. Now, they've got this deal called the Moe's Daily Dish. Today, it is citrus and garlic marinated duck breast. I think it sounds great. Grilled and stirred over pan-fried noodles with vegetables and a Thailand pesto, including Thai basil, garlic, macadamia nuts. Just $13.50. Check it out. That's the Moe's Daily Dish, Moe's Cafe. Find it right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider in the studio today. It's been a while since uh, we have talked with Andy, and I'm glad he's here. Um, this is the time of the year where all the stuff's happening out in Bismarck. I'm just going to go through a few things here, and I want to start uh, first off. I'm going to just ask you your thoughts. Um, You know, and and it's hard when you're talking to somebody like you, a, a county sheriff, because you have got your thoughts as what you do. You have also maybe sometimes got to bite your lip a little bit about your thoughts about what you think. But I'm not talking to Andy Schneider hockey dad, I'm talking to Andy Schneider, Grant Forks County Sheriff. So you people need to remember that. First thing on the list. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get it. And and, and I didn't say that because of this first thing on the list, but I figured I'd better do it anyway. Um, Recreational use, marijuana. Um, Your thoughts, every law enforcement official I've talked to, they all give you the same answer, but I just want to know your thoughts. Uh, My thoughts are, you know, what they've always been is
1: our job is to enforce the law. Sure. So if the citizens and if the legislature want to allow recreational marijuana, we'll deal with it. Now, we do see we do see the effects of, of marijuana on, well, I mean, typically young people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like that's where they're first introduced. And, you know, we're not going to get into arguments of gateway drugs or anything like right, that. Right, right. But, uh, you know, marijuana is an issue for law enforcement, mm-hmm. right? And when I say it's an issue, the legislature has been working on that the last few years like they
0: keep trying somebody somebody has a
1: bag of marijuana on them you know misdemeanor you're going to jail well now there's infractions which are just monetary offenses Mm -hmm. for certain weights and whatnot uh you know it can put a burden on on jails and and i'm I'm not saying that you know people shouldn't be arrested for smoking weed but it definitely can can bog down bog down the jails uh if they have a legitimate issue with it. They're abusing it, et cetera. It's causing them problems. If law enforcement's introduced them, clearly it's causing them some sort it's of sure, a problem. right? So what are our options? And the the trend that I've always noticed, and I'm not trying to make this too much of a political answer, mm-hmm. but marijuana leads right into into something that everybody's always talked about is it, they need treatment, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Can I say hell? Why the hell sure. aren't we funding treatment centers? right? And why aren't we building more treatment centers? Uh, you know, opioid abuse, uh, marijuana, any, any drugs, methamphetamine, all of those drugs, they're all problems. They're all getting worse for whatever reason. Like just narcotics are, are a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, we're going to have to build bigger jails, but you know, we need to make a, a concerted effort to build some treatment facilities, treatment centers around to, to fix it. And then you have to get the people to staff them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the <clears throat> treatment works for people. That want treatment to work for them. You nailed it right there. And treatment for other people, court ordered treatment, is a great place to find like minded people. Yeah.
0: And now you're making their problem mm-hmm. even worse. Sure. So. And and you know you kind of nailed it there too. There's a difference. Um, people that it, it's causing issues uh, with the law, with their family, with their job, um, driving around. Um, all baked or stoned or whatever. I I, I mean, there's probably a difference of the people, uh, you know, especially, I'll throw the medical thing out there, but uh, they get home at the end of the day, their chores are done, they got done eating supper, and they want to sit down and watch a hockey game on TV. It's a little bit different than being out on the streets. But when you you talked about these treatment centers, um, I know this um, from family issues and stuff before, um, they don't do any good unless you want it to. I mean, you have to have the mindset Okay, yeah, fine. They're going to send me to treatment. Well, you go in there with that attitude, the odds are you're probably going to get sent back there again in yeah. some time. If you're checking a box, you're wasting taxpayers' time and money. Yes. We should have just left you in jail and increased your fines. Exactly. You know. Exactly. All right. Thank you for that answer. I like that. Front license plates. Another one coming up now. Yeah. Everywhere, you know, most cars now, you don't see a front license plate on right. them. Will not, it make your. Not true. False. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, the newer cars. A lot of False. them don't
1: have them. Okay. False. Electrical cars. Oh. Right? Like, you'll see Teslas without them. Whenever. Okay. Uh, sports cars, typically. But, uh, so I have I submitted some testimony opposed to uh-huh. uh, getting rid of the front license plate requirement. And there's several reasons, two that come to mind. Uh, do you remember when Home Economy got robbed yes, of all their guns? Yes, I do. Guns? Yes. Do you know how that individual got caught? There was a robbery of a uh, individual running their own a gun store out of their residence, South Grand Forks. A deputy was on his way to the scene, and as he was driving to the scene at night, a vehicle was coming towards him because he was in very close proximity. He uh-huh. ran, he ran that plate. Guess who the person was that burglarized? Oh. there was no way he would have got the back plate ever. Right. Right. So right. I solved a federal gun crime by just running a front license plate. The mm-hmm. other one that. Uh my chief deputy actually submitted some testimony on is do you remember the name Daniel Two Hearts, who yeah, was yeah. involved with a gunfight on Interstate with troopers a yes. couple of years ago? Yes. Then he stole a car that had a baby yeah, in the backseat yeah. at night. So our our office was notified that um that there was a stolen vehicle. There's a baby inside. So our deputies that night had the wherewithal to say, Okay, well we cannot get in a pursuit with this vehicle because this guy's got a baby. Sure, and Like sure. He's shooting at cops. Like Clearly, he doesn't give a crap about anything but himself. Mm-hmm. So what they did is a, is a deputy drove southbound on uh, County Highway 81, and they, the deal was if they saw the vehicle, they were not going to hit their brakes. They were not going to turn around on it because they didn't want to endanger this kid. Yep. Another deputy was stationed north of there, blacked out with their spike strips, tire deflation devices ready yep. to deploy. Well, sure enough, the deputy is driving down, sees a vehicle coming towards him, runs the front license plate. Hey, target vehicle's a mile and a half, I'll get the spike strips out. Yeah. That vehicle drove over them spike spike strips, didn't increase his speed, didn't swerve, didn't know what the heck was going on. Tires went flat. Guess who bailed? Guess what baby was unharmed? Yeah, absolutely. Two huge stories for front license plates. Sure. Law enforcement's job. And those are just, I mean, those are two obviously fairly significant ones. There's multiple other... Uh, examples that we could cover for daily crimes that occur that are solved or at least give us a direction to go for suspects based off of front license plates. yep. so getting rid of them, bad idea. you don't like the bracket, whatever. get a magnet. yeah um, yeah there's there's options. I would have proposed some amendments uh, if it wasn't if I would have seen it earlier in the legislative session like uh, potentially allowing s- certain vehicles to not have to mount that. Mounted on the frontmost part of their vehicle, mm-hmm. like a Tesla, right? Electric. Sure. You got an electric yeah. vehicle that's got a weird, well,
0: maybe you got this front end three hundred thousand dollar custom hot rod or something, right. you know?
1: But it was mentioned in the testimony too that uh, I believe the state of California has authorized a certain company to create decals that are a license plate that will oh. be affixed as a sticker to the sure. front of your sure. vehicle. Um, because people are worried about the aerodynamics or whatever, (laughs) but it is a very, very significant part of uh, us having an effective, you know, law enforcement. Right, right. And and the
0: way I look at it is, as long as I have keep putting one on mine, why shouldn't everybody else have to? And you know, another point, and I'm sure somebody
1: will message in or give a comment after is, there's no way you can see it at 70 miles an
0: hour. Hop in and I'll show you. I bet you you can. I know you can. Guarantee it. I know you can. Wow, wow. Uh, I'm glad I came up with some of these questions. Uh, 80 miles an hour on the interstate. Uh, It'd be 94, 29. Uh, Your thoughts on that? Uh, Before you you give them to me, um, this is what I'm going to say. Okay, the speed limit is 75. So if it's me and I'm going to Fargo, uh, I'm going 79. I I, I try not to go over 80, but I could be going 79 and people blow by me like I'm standing still. And it bothers me, but your thoughts, and then if they did something in North Dakota, because, okay, the speed limit 75, they get me for going 85, what's the fine? Not much. If they caught me going 10 miles an hour over the speed limit in Minnesota, now you're talking a fine. I have no problem with bumping it up to 80 miles an hour. I don't really think we need to, but... I think if they're going to do that, they need to do something with the speeding fines. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah. So that that lies upon the legislature, right? Sure. And sure. there has historically never been an appetite to increase speeding fines. Mm. Yeah. Because North Dakota is primarily rural. When you get outside of sure. the six major counties, you know there's 47 other counties that don't have much for population mm. or towns, and frankly, they don't typically want to be told what to do. I mean, that's just the honest... I've heard it plenty of times. I'm a huge proponent and continue to advocate for a primary seatbelt enforcement law yep. like Minnesota yep. has. Yep. And what I said in an uh, interview with the editorial board a few weeks ago when they asked me the same thing about the 80-mile-an-hour, I said, you know what, that's fine, can you, but can you throw us a bone and at least give us the primary seatbelt offense so we have more people naturally buckling up. Yes. It's not to go and force people writing writing tickets because people aren't wearing seatbelts, which will happen. Mm -hmm. I guarantee Mm -hmm. you I probably will be writing tickets, you know, which I don't do very often. But people not wearing their seatbelts, I've seen just too much. I just... You know, it's not a pet peeve, but I want people to buckle up because cars were not designed for you to be thrown out the windshield. They're designed for you to stay inside. Yes, yes. And the only thing that's keeping you in there is not your hand strength on the steering wheel. It's a seatbelt. Yeah. So the 80 miles an hour, I understand that there's got, there would have to be some improvements made to some of the interstates. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either way, 80 fast. And the story I wanted to tell you relating to 80 is do you remember like the nine semi pileup we just had two weeks ago? Oh yeah, in Grand yep. Forks. Yep. Okay, so a comment from one of the semi drivers in that was, "Well, you know, I I was going the speed limit. <laughs> My goodness, can you imagine if it from Alabama? Exactly. You know, <laughs> yep. the people on interstate. Yep, in big vehicles, and you know, majority of it's it's used for commerce. It's mm-hmm. a lot of it mm-hmm. is not to stay in North Dakota, right? I mean, there's plenty that is." But typically, we're not worried about the people that live in North Dakota, yep. right? We're worried about the people past. Well, you know, I've never seen a snowflake before, but the speed limit was 75, so I was going 75, and then I twisted my semi in half and crashed into two more. <laughs> Great idea. Did you ever think to slow down, right? So now you you put that speed limit up to 80. Guess what? Right. Those people are going to be saying, well, I was driving the speed limit.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's not okay on a day like today. That's not okay. No, um, it, it's funny because um, I was at Erskine at the uh, at the Lake Cameron ice races on Saturday, and I, I'd met a couple of my old friends from Thief River, and uh, they're anti seatbelt, and and I don't get it. I, I just don't get it because they like to go fast, they like to wreck stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I I did some racing, so I know what it means to be strapped in, and I know how important it is, but. I tell the story. My brother was uh, 20 years old and um, endowed his pickup in yep. a ditch. Um, didn't have a seatbelt on, was thrown out of the vehicle, did not have a single broken bone in his body, but he was knocked unconscious face down in four inches of water in the ditch and he drowned. Mm-hmm. He would add a seatbelt on. My brother would probably still be here. Mm-hmm. That's a story I tell. Uh, I, to me, it's automatic. Um, I've had these arguments before and it's like, well, you know what, dude, if you're not going to put your seatbelt on, you're not riding with me because for one thing, it's a reason to get pulled over. I mean, duh, put it on. It's not a big deal. How it, how does it affect your driving? Why does it bother you that bad? Unless you are really well endowed up here. Uh, I don't see what the big deal is about a seatbelt.
1: Government control and power is the big thing that we hear. We don't need the government telling us to wear a seatbelt or not. And you know, that individual that gets in your vehicle and doesn't want to buckle up. They've just turned into
0: a missile that could kill you because they're not buckled up. And and you know what? If you're going to be one of those people that doesn't buckle up, that doesn't mean the passengers don't have to. Right. You know, but don't be dumb. You know, my thoughts, briefly, my thoughts on that are,
1: you guys sell advertising. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've done some direct marketing stuff. Everything relates the same way. There's a percentage of people who you will never change their mind. Oh, absolutely. You, you can walk over to Tony Day's Hardware and say, Tony, we want you to advertise. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And he's never going to change his mind. No, I'm not no. saying that he doesn't advertise no, here. No, he does. But, <laughs> like, just for example, right? Like, you will never change the people uh-huh. who say no. You'll never change their mind. Now, when they see a cop drive by, they'll probably slip their arm through yeah, your seatbelt yeah. so it looks like they're wearing it. Or they'll, they'll go like, you know, lean like this so it looks like you, you can't see mm-hmm. it or whatever. That's fine. We're not trying to impact those people. We will never change their minds, right? right? They're the same people driving 90. Like we're not going to get you to slow down. The law has been 75 forever. You're not slowing down while well, you get pulled over, you get a speeding ticket, you deal with it and then you drive 90 again. We're looking to impact the people that say, oh, well, this is a law. I should probably follow mm-hmm. that law. I don't want to deal with getting pulled over and ah, it probably makes sense that it probably save my life someday. Yeah. So I'll
0: buckle up. Yeah. And the people, the only way to get their minds to change is for something bad to happen. you get in a wreck somebody dies you kill somebody um you see it you come upon a wreck and and you see somebody half in and half out of their car because they didn't have the seatbelt on yeah um uh, again great answers uh pedal pubs are a big thing (laughs) i guess um i i i don't get it uh if i'm going to be drinking that much the last thing i'm going to do is pedal a bike but um your thoughts on This is a hard one to answer is the sheriff <laughs> yeah, okay. and Andy, the hockey dad wants to
1: give you an answer. And it's not, and it's my answer. Isn't, uh, I'd love to jump on that thing and pedal around downtown Grand Forks. So we got three Ooh, sure. blocks to go. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. You're going to ride, you're going to ride down the berm and go take a tour along the river. Like, what are you going to bring yeah. your mosquito spray? Yeah. You know, like where are these pedal pumps going to go? Like, I, I know my, uh, Okay. So that was the dad answer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, My, you know, my, my honest opinion on them is I, I just, sure. Like it's an attraction. You're trying to get people to come downtown. Uh, It'll be an adventure. I mean, I, I've been in Nashville twice. Thanks to my wife in the last four years, I believe, Mm -hmm. but uh, they're all over down there, but you know, they got like designated driving lanes and uh, I mean, that's just, that's just a destination city. Uh, Apparently they're in Fargo. But Fargo's downtown is yeah. I think they got them in the Twin Cities now too. Yeah, uh, significantly more robust than. Oh ours. sure, sure it is. Uh, I mean, are are you gonna are you gonna take this pedal pub from from the Sinbin Bin uh, to uh, well, it's not the El Rocco anymore, but like, right. where, where are you gonna take it from Sinbin to Toasted Frog? What where are we going here?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because besides downtown, it's not like you can take the thing down to Mers or down Gateway yeah. or I don't South know if they have a
1: station on campus. Like, right, you're you're, well, you're clearly targeting bachelor bachelorette parties and 21 to probably
0: hey, 30 you're, ta- you're targeting minutes. people that would be downtown on a weekend in the summer yeah uh, uh, th- sure let's let's saddle up two of them and see what happens Yeah. okay now on that same note uh sheriff um i was gonna get a horse so i could go into town and back and, and not get a dewey uh that came up uh, also this year out in bismarck uh bicycles and horses, yeah. and getting a, a DUI, driving under the influence. Now, I get it. In my opinion, you shouldn't get a driving under the influence ticket uh, for a horse or a bicycle. I think a lot of people that tend to be smarter, like you're talking about you and your, mm-hmm. your brother-in-law and sister-in-law and wife, you get on a bike. You go downtown. You have a couple of drinks. You're fine to ride a bike. You might not be fine to drive a car, but that's the reason why people do it. And it's still now. It didn't pass, I don't think. But uh, you still can't get a Dewey on a horse or a bike. Is that true? So I I have not seen what happened with that in the okay. legislature.
1: But here, here's the here's the problem with this one is uh, laws or bills like this are introduced because of a couple bad apples. Right? Sure. Oh like yeah. You got well, you got the individual driving down. We'll just we'll use Grand Forks for example. Mm. Okay. You got the individual riding their bike down to MERS on the road. Yeah. At 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. What are you doing? You're going to get hurt, right? Um, you know, we're trying... I think that it's probably targeting some instances like that that have occurred. I can't verify right, that. Right, right. Well, otherwise, but, how would they even come up? You right. know, I mean, for you know, for the most part, if, you, if you're if you biking on sidewalks or, or whatnot, if you're trying to potentially do the right thing mm-hmm. if you think you're going to indulge or... Hey, you just like riding your bike around town instead of fighting for a parking spot. Yeah, right. Um, I, I just, you know, it, it has its, it has its time and place, in my opinion. And uh, to say that you can't ever get one, could on a on a on a bicycle, I could see that as potentially, you know, there might be a situation where it would it would fit. Sure, but uh, there's probably there are- other laws that would could mm-hmm. fill in that gap outside of getting a DUI
0: on it, but you can get one in a boat. Right, sure you right? can, yeah. Get on a snowmobile. on a, In a tractor, and whatever. Yeah. Now, okay, how about horses? Um, First off, if, if I up. did get a horse, <laughs> um, could I go park the thing in front of Joe Blacks? <laughs> or What do you do? I, we're going to have to re-
1: reflect on the city ordinances on that one.
0: <laughs> I don't know what the laws are on horses. Yeah, I can see it on the front page of the Geraldo. Yeah. Boy, the uptick in horse buying well, uh, in the area here. You know,
1: there is a bar in the county called the hitching post probably for a reason you (laughs) know
0: Um, we saw a lot of news about this uh in the last couple of weeks swatting calls if you don't know what a swatting call is it's kind of like a i suppose a bomb threat or or maybe somebody calling and saying uh you know there's a guy with a gun in the school or whatever but basically a swatting call is a hoax yeah what the hell are these people thinking i mean why really are you gonna i'm gonna have some fun today i'm gonna call a bunch of schools and tell them i've got a bomb planted in there ridiculous Uh,
1: honestly uh, and i can't verify this but i i don't think that any of these are coming from our city i don't think so either or country Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. they're coming from other countries that are trying to terrorize us yes and i don't see where they're getting the pleasure out of it because they're not going to observe anything yeah they're making the phone calls and the threats and they're hanging up and calling the next one yeah they can maybe read about Uh, it online you know, big right. deal. You know, law enforcement perspective, though, we always, we need to respond in the correct manner because who knows, maybe, maybe these calls are setting us up to see our response so that they can stage something the next time they make the call. Right? True. Yeah. So there's, there's multiple mindsets to think about when you're, when you're responding to these deals and, uh, you know, we, we consider all of them, right? Like you have we, to, we knew the last one. I felt like I knew the last one at Red River was a hoax that happened was that this week or late last week? Uh, because they did several of them in mm-hmm. Minnesota the day prior. Sure. So we already had an intel sheet on it. It was the exact same call, the exact same comments as the day before. Yes, you're still going to go. Yeah, right?
0: you can't just say, well, I don't believe it. Don't worry right. about it. And it, Yeah,
1: that'd be the Actually, time. Actually, shoot calls is probably not the right word. But well, right. make some calls into the school. Ask them if anything is occurring because, you know, this last one there was shots you could hear gunshots yep, at yep. the end of the phone call call the school see if anything's going on verify with a couple of people you're still sending law enforcement there your yep. the school resource officers there do your checks have people come don't wreck yourself or your car on the way there right still still respond with the appropriate amount of units and and once we can verify that it is not true then everybody go back to normal
0: you know you talk about gunshots in the background and stuff do we have tough enough gun laws uh, do we need to ease up on them should they be easier should it be easier for somebody to get a concealed carry permit or what are your thoughts on that i mean you know it, it's we all have different thoughts on guns um i'm i'm an outdoorsman as you are um i see these military assault style rifles to me it's just a fancy gun that i probably would never own because i just i don't need it it's no different than anything I shoot when I'm hunting or doing the outdoors things. Maybe it's got a bigger clip, but are our gun laws and rules are, are they good enough? Do we need any tweaking? In your opinion, yeah. So the the phrase "gun laws" is pretty broad, right? It is and, very. And I'm
1: I'm pro gun as long as it's the right people that have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the sure. reason that I provide concealed weapons instruction to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would rather have more people prepared to defend themselves than the wrong people with the guns and a bunch of people that can't protect themselves. And, uh, you know, as far as the laws go, our Attorney General right now is working working uh, tirelessly on getting through the legislation some gun laws that will impact jail time and fines and whatnot for, towards people who are violating laws involving weapons mm-hmm. while using weapons. So I do agree with that. We need to make them a little more stiff. Uh, I also, I think that the legislation... Uh, The last two sessions, the last four years, they're working very hard to make us, you know, a predominant Second Amendment. We we got the right to carry anywhere, everywhere. Well, what they've been doing has been good, but it's convoluting the law a lot. Uh, So we go through a concealed weapons instruction class, and I tell everybody, okay, This is what this means. This is what you can't do. But it's not applicable to you if you're a resident Mm -hmm. that has a driver's license or you have a concealed weapons permit. There's always this but, but, but. Yep, yep. And uh, it needs to get... It needs a... my. This is my opinion uh, as an individual that reads the law, enforces it, and instructs it as well, is it needs an overhaul and it needs to get cleaned up. Uh, We need to just... What direction are we going here? You know, let's let's make it some plain text here so we understand... Mm -hmm. If you are a resident, not, not here's all of the rules, here's 26 pages of rules, and then the exceptions are, you know, if you have a valid driver's license, and while well, it was 30 days that you've obtained it, but now I believe that the legislation is trying to make, as long as you have a valid license, yeah. when you're a resident, there's no 30-day waiting period. Right. Uh, so, we'll stick with the 30 days. If you're, if you're a valid resident, da-da-da-da-da, you are allowed to carry, it is not applicable to these areas. Right. Let's lay it Government out. Government buildings, schools, right, bars, things like that. You're writing. You're writing the state law for everybody. Sure, sure. But it's really only affecting a certain amount of people. Typically, we're not writing laws right. again because you're here doing the right thing on the radio. We're writing laws. They're writing law or bills yep. to turn into laws because there's people doing the wrong thing and they're trying to prevent that. So let's clean it up. Let's let's make it a little more user friendly and understandable. I mean, you should see people's faces when I tell them. There's actually four different ways that you can carry a weapon, a handgun on you by North Dakota state law. There's like four different ways. Well, yeah, you got open carry, you got constitutional Mm -hmm. carry, you got a class one, you got a class two, four different ways you can
0: legally carry a handgun. Now to me, and my wife and I both want to get a concealed permit, whatever, but um, you see, occasionally you'll see the people that you'll have them on their hip, uh, sporting it, you know, showing it off almost. Um, those people kind of give me a bad vibe. Um, I've got a perfect gun that I would that I would con- you know have for conceal. I could put it in my front pocket, yeah, and he wouldn't even see it. I'm, I'm going to be the guy, and I don't want people to know I have it with. But um, do you think some of these people are like watching the movies too much and you know vigilante justice and things like that? I, I don't think we yeah. really need to worry about that around here. But you know what I mean. Some of them are testing the water, right? Sure. So if you're carrying it, open
1: carry, plain view. Which is what that would be. Yep. Yep. Uh, if it's a revolver, you're not allowed to have any rounds in the cylinder. Yep. If it's a handgun, uh semi-automatic, you're not allowed to have any rounds in the chamber. Sure. You have a loaded magazine, uh, but you cannot have one in the chamber. So sometimes you just you don't know why people are doing that. I don't know why people are doing that. Obviously, the Grand Forks Police Department gets called to these when they do occur. Yeah. It's not. It's not a big thing in our community. No. Uh, no. Right now. But the rest of the state. You probably see it a little more commonly, people carrying sidearms because, yeah. you know, hey, they're ranchers, right? They're, they got their sidearm on them if they're killing a coyote, a skunk, or they got to put down a calf that's not going to make it, or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just, it's more common in other parts of the state. Um, it's not very common here. And I talk about that in my class, actually, too, is, you know, it's not very common to see open carry around here. And you cannot, you know, cannot carry a loaded handgun on you. And not have it concealed. It has to be concealed if it's loaded. Yep. So these people that are carrying them around, it's not loaded, technically. Yep. Um, not sure why they're doing it. It's yep. it's not. We're, for North Dakota, we're a pretty urban area right here in Grand Forks. Sure. It's not very common.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned ranchers and farmers and stuff. Well, the guy that just got shot in the bar here two weeks ago or whatever, kind of over by Devil's Lake. It's a farmer that basically found the guy and held him at gunpoint you yeah. know he was on the run yeah, and, and you know it's one of those guys yeah. who doesn't even want anybody to know his name hell i'd be the guy like you're dang right i held right. him at gunpoint yeah. um i got one more question for you uh, i don't know if you can even answer this one or not but um, there's always one <laughs> there's always one uh and it's not a tough one i don't think but um all the news this winter about the greenway and snowmobile use and all of that Um, I would imagine you use the greenway. I know we do in the summer a a lot. Um, Do you have a problem with snowmobiles on the greenway for a small portion of the greenway in the winter? Because I I look at it as an economic impact for the city of Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. Um, You go to some of these other towns where the snowmobiles, you'll see them. I mean, we were in Erskine the other day. Granted, Erskine's not Grand Forks or East Grand Forks. Mm -hmm. There was probably 50 snowmobiles parked around out there. And every one of those people was in drinking and eating. Yeah. Do, do you think we should allow it? So East Grand Forks allows it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, every town in uh, Minnesota, right. there does.
1: Granted, East Grand Forks is slightly smaller than Grand It Forks. is. And it's the way it's set up is different with the yeah. streets and everything. As far as the greenway goes, you know, I mean, I'm sure you see it every single day you come to work. There is snowmobile tracks all over the Well, river. sure there is. Yeah. So not like the river is the safest place. To have a snowmobile trail, mm-hmm. uh, we have responded. It's it's been a while, but I have responded to a couple incidents on the river where an individual is injured on their snowmobile because they hit a stump. Yep, right. So it yep. happens. It's yep. right. You you fish out there. You know what? Yeah, it's a disaster. It mm-hmm. can be when trees start falling and whatnot. Um, I just let's let's let them use the places of commerce. Yeah. Do they need to be ripping through residential? I don't. I don't live more than I guess as the crow flies, probably six blocks off the Red River. Mm-hmm uh weekends for sure Fridays uh we can we can hear snowmobiles now is it like rattling my doors and windows well we're probably far enough away where it's it's not it's not a big deal it's I grew up next to the train tracks right I mean you learn it's just just mm -hmm. part part of life I mean if if it's disturbing specific people that bad um or that much then sure let's look at something but how is this all of a sudden a problem yeah I don't understand it obviously as If you haven't learned this in the last 16 months, obviously the loudest voices you know, are, are the ones that, that you're going to hear, right? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes the majority is silent. Not all the time, but sometimes the majority is silent. I, I mean, I don't know about this. Apparently they've done some polls. There's been a few different polls that have been done on this yeah. by different groups. Yeah. One by the Greenway Group, one by the concerned citizens of USA Grand Forks Group. Uh, obviously their results... They differ a little, a little yeah, yeah. A little different. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I I don't really have a problem so, with it. I'd, again, we do, sure, we can enforce uh, all traffic violations in the city of Grand Forks, and the river is our primary response as the right. sheriff's office. sure. Um, but Greenway driving in the city and whatnot, I'd, I'd defer to what the city
0: police yeah. department wants. And, and you know, you mentioned how far you are away from the river. Uh, you're hearing snowmobiles on the river, which I think the speed limit is 50, I think, uh, this proposed thing in the Greenway would be 15 miles an hour. Do you think you would hear them at 15 miles an hour yeah, compared to 50? If you if you think you can sit here and look me
1: square in the eyes and tell me that people are going to be driving 15.
0: Right, right. I, mean, I know That would be
1: a great comment. I, I think that, you know, obviously they would, within reason, in certain areas, you know, 15 miles an hour is going to be appropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody with a 600, 800, 1,000
0: sled, CC sled that's – can even idle at 15. I, that's just it. That's about so. the time the clutch grabs and you're basically just idling. Right. Um, did we miss out on anything? I, I was, I'm just shocked that you didn't bring up the cowboy hat oh I was God. gonna I was gonna Giddy wear up. I was
1: gonna wear it in
0: <laughs> I forgot
1: but, about that but it was snowing today and I'm like ah, I don't wanna I don't want to ruin the hat so I figured that was gonna be comment number one where's the hat but I here we are unscathed and uh, we're just about done <laughs> oh darn it I'm really disappointed in myself <laughs> do you wear a cowboy hat often no I I've, I'm I want to wear a cowboy and hat, look good so, on you so our thank you but our formal headwear uh, is is a Basically a slightly curved yep. hat with dots in the it's, top and yep. just really doesn't go well with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And and hey, I I mean I went to a, a convention out in D C several years ago with sheriffs from around the country. And like we were like one of the few not not one of the few, but, man, there were so many dang cowboy hats oh, out there. Oh, good! Like,
0: a, a lot of them. We're this wrong. Yeah, yeah. We, need, we need cowboy well, hats. Because you wear cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought it was good. Look, God darn it. I was going to remember to put that up because yeah, I was going to yeah. put a picture of that on the show, <laughs> but um, um, you're doing a great job. Um, Thanks, Thanks I, for having me. I, I, I would imagine you must really like doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, could there be a third term? Well, I I, I mean, I sure hope so, right? I mean, it's it's, a long ways away.
1: It's early, but yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it's a challenge. It's like I said, it's a lot different than what I used to do, but I still love it. I love the impact that I'm able to have uh, on the community and especially on the agency to make it a good good place where people want to come and come
0: and work so mm-hmm. uh, i do have a couple of texts before i let you go uh somebody texts is it like super troopers out there with the grand forks police department i'm not sure what that means but uh
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> or is know. that something I, you probably don't we we want answer? short
0: shorts or i don't know what direction <laughs> that's going <laughs> Yeah, we don't Uh, say meow when we stop cars. Yeah, Uh, and then somebody (laughs) made the comment when in South Dakota interstate start to burn more gas going 80. And of course, that's if you don't mind your gas mileage, right? Go as fast as you want, I guess. But yeah,
1: you know, I think about that when I have people blow my doors off too, like, geez, but it's not like when Paul and I were in high school and you're like, okay, don't go over 1200 RPMs because you're going to start burning more gas. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, we're not no longer in the
0: six to 12 miles per
1: gallon range. I don't think people care anymore. Yeah. And nobody's
0: driving manuals anymore either. Right. You know, pretty rare, but, um, yeah. Man, I'm glad you came in today. Hey, thanks for the invite. I'm glad we can make it work. Yeah, we uh, we need to get together a little more often than than yeah. this most once cafe. Every year and a half. You had me drooling. Oh, we'll go down there one I, day. I
1: have not been down there yet, and I'm embarrassed to say that on the air. But yeah. I mean, I've seen pictures, and my goodness, good yeah, food. We got to make
0: it a stop. Good food. I like their stuff. He's also uh, doing stuff at the Eagles in East Grand Forks now. Really? Uh, Friday that's fish awesome. fries too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Sheriff. Folks. Friday yep. fish fries. Oh, I'm going to yeah, throw in a oh, quick oh, wait, wait, plug. Yep, yep. No, no, no. I, I can't. Yes, you can okay. because this was going to be like <laughs> the first thing on my list. Uh, have you you cooked the first week? No, you haven't cooked no, yet. I'm
1: coming up the twenty twenty third. So Dob Meyer.
0: Was he last week or is he Dynamite? this week?
1: Dobby Dobmeyer blew the lid off the place
0: last week. Okay, okay, he set a new record. Did he? Yeah. So there's there's kind of a little competition between you and Dobby, isn't just, there? Just a tad, and the mayor. Oh, uh, well, and the mayor. mayors.
1: Gander always gets us. I think I think he's this weekend. Okay, but, uh, yeah, the mayor in East Grand. Of course, he's got pull over there. Sure, it's, he it's does. The town. Yeah. So Dobmeyer got just under fifteen hundred uh, last week, which just actually just completely obliterated the record. Bochensky set the record the week before that. All time record for the first weekend and I think overall at like twelve sixty or something. Dobb Meyer just got fourteen I want to say like fourteen forty two or something. So I'm sure Ganner's going for fifteen hundred. I'm going for fifteen hundred for sure. Yeah. Like we yeah. gotta we gotta beat this out. Okay, but so I'm the twenty fourth. That's my weekend. March
0: twenty fourth. I just wrote Andy Fish on my <laughs> my <laughs> yeah. calendar. Oh man, uh, I can't believe it. Two of the things I really wanted to talk to you about, and I didn't even have them on my list. Thank you for reminding know, that's me. All right, um, been a pleasure. Yeah, uh, enjoy says, your you. spring. Uh, if we ever get a spring, we will. And me too. Uh, I know we'll be seeing each other more often here can't once the weather to gets see better. It. Let's let's get that uh,
1: the blurring opened up, huh?
0: Let's there go. we go. I'm looking forward to it. Good looking forward to, to seeing you there. We'll be there. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. There you go. Our Grant Forks County Sheriff, Andy Schneider, love having him in the studio. I mean, he's a guy you can sit down and actually talk to, you know. Uh, our show, by the way, today has been brought to you by Ideal Power Solutions. Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area installation replacement and repairs of wiring outlets light fixtures panel upgrades electrical conduit and more ideal power solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project big or small whether it's residential commercial remodels new construction egg projects and custom builds along with service work the valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust call ideal power solutions in grand forks 701-213-3805 701-213-3805 to find out more, or go to IdealPowerND.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions, LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. Well, Dirty Thursday Salute to Women is back tomorrow. We're going to be talking with Amy Nygaard or Maybe someone else. Uh, Either way, it's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Uh, Every time with Amy is here, it is a blast. Big screens and TV streams is on at 1 o'clock today. Also, Fork Sports Highway moved from Thursday night to tonight. This week, catch that show. Monty and Bill and the whole crew at 630 tonight. I will catch you all tomorrow morning. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show that way. And we all know how great the grand cities are. Grant Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.